0: Welcome to the official podcast of ComicSphere and Sci-Fi, brought to you by Crystal Bright Janitorial, The Brand barber Shop, Greco Printing and Imaging, and Able Ideas. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, and follow ComicSphere and Sci-Fi on all your favorite social media apps. Now, on with the show! Hey, it's the Bradcast, and I am here at the Motor City Comic-Con Fall Edition for 2022, and I am here with Jason Marsden. How are you? I'm amazing, Brad. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. He's so peppy. (laughs) I love voiceover work. I'm always amazed at the range that people can produce. Just some of the things, uh, Kid Flash and um, the Goofy movie, those kind of, it's like, that is so on either side of the spectrum. How do you... Get your range, do you practice do you
1: exercise your voice? gosh, thank you for thinking that I put in any effort into into my work it's it's it just had just natural I suppose they show me a picture if, when you audition they what it looks like and i I kind of assess there and, and apply my take of what he would or she or what would sound like and they if they like it, they hire me and I do it it's that simple for me it's that simple yeah okay. um, I understand
0: you were in or you played the Burt Ward character in *Back to the Batcave* that documentary. Is, that is
1: true. Here I am in tights. Check it out. You got a focus of that jump.
0: Wow, look at you. Yes. And it you you do kind of favor him in the face even with in that so, costume. Yeah. This was so
1: much fun because I'm a big Batman fan and I loved the '60s show because they had it. They aired it like in the morning before I would go to school, and so getting to play Burt Ward was a kick in the pants. It was great yeah that's
0: that's fantastic so there's there's a lot of things that that go into this uh tell me about your time at step by step
1: oh my gosh well, the, I came in the, the last two and a half seasons, and they welcomed me like I was there since day one. It was so much fun. Patrick Duffy, Suzanne Summers, Stacey Keenan, Brandon uh, Call, all those cats. I love them so much. I miss them. Christine Lakin. got a shout out to Christine Lakin. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. It was probably my fault it got canceled. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe they shouldn't have brought me on. But, uh, but it, I, I, had, I had a blast. I missed that show. Do you, um, do you prefer live action over voice work? I just like acting. It's all the same, you know. Uh, Voiceover—you don't have to get up as early. You don't have to memorize anything, uh, so it's a little bit easier. Uh, but I, I just love to perform. It's all the same. Do you f- find any uh, roles that are too
0: challenging, or that you've had to turn down?
1: Oh, I, again, thank you for thinking that I have. You know, I'm at the status of turning down work. Uh, no, I mean, I've, there's definitely some challenging stuff. Like Hocus Pocus was challenging. Yeah. Because it's, it was all ADR. Uh, Sean Murray, who played Human Thackeray, who did, did an amazing job, he was initially hired to do the voice. And uh, for some reason, late in the game, they're like, oh, we want a different sound coming from Binks. But the, the movie was 80% done. Binks was mostly animated. So I had to, to match my performance to rhythms that he already initiated. So that was, that was tricky. But it's all, it's all part of it, man. I, I think that when you have this kind of
0: repertoire... You get all kinds of people that come in to see you. Um, What do you like most about coming to these shows?
1: I just, I, I, if I wasn't an actor, I would probably be here anyway as a fan. Like, I'm already excited. Like, Alice Cooper is, like, over there, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith is here. Cassandra Peterson. So I, I love meeting the fans because I know how it feels for them. And, you know, as an actor, like, we don't get, like, instant validation. And I admit, I have an ego. I, I like it when people come up and tell me how much they love me. It feels good. It, you know, I, I, do not, I do not negate that, for sure. Yeah.
0: Now, something just caught the corner of my eye that I did not know. You played a Ferengi?
1: Yes, yes! I got to play A. Ferengi. I did one episode of Deep Space Nine. Can you know which one's me? Guess which one's me? The the
0: one with the shit-eating grin. (laughs) You know me. You
1: know me. Yes. Yeah, this is the best 13-hour days of my life. I had so much fun. And, uh, yeah, it was one episode. It was called The Bar Association, where Quark's brother goes on strike and forms a union. I got to be one of the guest star... Ferengi's it was too much right his brother was the bartender and he treated him horribly yes Yes. so is that a lot of make how long did the makeup take it was only like 25 minutes I thought it was gonna take longer but those guys they have it down pat like when I got there like I think there were certain extras that had more makeup applied to them than I did like the uh, the head was already it it was like a helmet and the nose and the cheeks were already existing the only thing they molded to me were the teeth and I that couldn't keep the teeth I tried to take them home, and they're like, "You gotta bring them back." I'm like, "They're not gonna fit anybody else. They're molded to my face." Yeah. But I stole—I stole the nose and the cheeks. I have the cheeks, but it was too much fun. Yeah, loved it.
0: What was your favorite role ever?
1: Man, that's like picking your favorite child. I can't. Yeah, do that okay. Well. It's, it's, it's an unfair. It's an unfair yes. question. I thought I'd just throw it out there for fun because
0: I know nobody likes to ask it. Um, I want to just tell you that I, I'm a big fan, and I'm really glad you took the time to talk to us today. My pleasure. I uh, I appreciate it. This has been The Bradcast with Jason Marsden. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's The Bradcast, and I am here with Omri Katz from Hocus Pocus and many other wonderful child actor
2: things. Omri, how are you doing? I am doing swell. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So... I know about Hocus Pocus, and I knew about
0: Dallas. I didn't know about Erie, Indiana. Uh, tell me about what it's like being a kid actor umpteen years later.
2: Jeez uh, Louise. Um, I know it's, uh, it kind of all seems like a dream. Once you get reminded, you start to uh, have those kind of vivid memories. And that's kind of the only memories I have because there's so much stuff that I don't remember of those days. So I guess the ones that I saved in my memory bank that I have actual, like, visual remembrance of are the memories that I truly remember of the time. So I don't know how that fits into circular or linear time. However, yes. But... Sometimes you brought uh, back to it. Right. If majority of your uh, memories are as a kid, what have you been doing
0: since you've been kid acting?
2: Uh, well, I left the business for my own personal reasons. Um, I just went and had a human experience, uh, traveled, saw the world, um, fell down to the bottom, sank to the bottom, climbed my way back up, and uh, now uh, my main focus is I have a cannabis business. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my passion and my dream, and that's what I'm working on. I like that job. That's a much better job.
3: That's
2: a, that's a real fun job. So, um, are you, do you have official
0: testers? Do you do you hire testers? Uh, I'm joking.
2: Yes, I don't have official testers, but anybody who's willing to step up to the plate, please. I love criticism, and uh, I want to know how it affects you, for sure. Isn't that funny? So. That's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> As a chi- how'd you get your
0: education as a child actor? You're busy. You're working all day long, and they got child labor laws. And how the heck does that work?
2: Uh, very interesting. Uh, I would say probably most children actors probably don't get a very good education because the four school that we have. I mean, we're focused on work. I'd say I probably got twenty percent of the education, not because of um, it's nobody's fault but mine. But you're obviously working all day. When you have that extra hour to do your schoolwork, the last thing you want to be doing is schoolwork. Nobody's, like, really strict on monitoring you doing that. Um, so I would say I didn't get a very good education due to my own uh, fault. But um, I also didn't have much interest in education until later in life. So
0: Would you do anything different if you had a chance?
2: No. I wouldn't because... You know, I kind of feel like life is somewhat destined yeah, and you're yeah. almost not in control. Yeah. So, it all unfolded the way it did and yeah. I have no... You correct. wouldn't be
0: you if you did.
2: Exactly. All yeah. the experiences, all the ups and downs, yeah. all the learning that I had in life, it uh, it made me who I am today. Yeah.
0: So. And you get to come to these places and talk to fans and uh, these people are being very nice to... to, to uh, well,
2: one thing I would take back is uh, maybe if I was born to like billionaire parents, then uh, (laughs) that's about all I would change. Yeah, I think everybody can agree with me.
0: Omri, thank you for taking the time with us today. Appreciate it. This has been the Bradcast. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's the Bradcast and I am here with Denver at the Motor City Comic Con Fall Edition for 2022. Hi, Brad. (laughs) We are sitting in booth Two thirty-one. looking at a whole bunch of real and plastic cutlery. Uh, We have been here before. We are across from a jewelry booth and a crystal booth. And we can see the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, yeah, the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man. So I did, I walked over to the um, Stave Puff Marshmallow Man uh, exhibit, and I noticed there were uh, 12 Power Packs and Ecto-1 but only three Ghostbusters. And I said to him, where are all your people? And I, and then stopped and said, oh wait, those are all the guys that crossed the beams, aren't they? And he just looked at me and, and laughed and he goes- yeah, don't cross the streams, Don't people. cross the streams, yeah. He says, yep, they're all gone. We have to train new people. And I said, well, you got enough stuff going on there. And he, he thought it was great and, and you know, they have, um, it's funny. They don't have literature. What they have is about a dozen coloring pages for kids. That's smart. Start so, them young. Absolutely. It's like grab them up and, and take them home. And um, my wife likes to color. Um, she actually has a, um, she has a coloring app. It's, it's almost like a zen sand garden kind of vibe. Is um, and it's a and it's a, a oh, those, video game those on her adult phone.
3: Coloring books are huge right now. Yeah, absolutely. That are, there is no doubt. Um, that well, now, wait, wait. You mentioned your phone, yeah. so maybe we should tell people what this episode is going to be all about. Yeah, um, they it, basically how games
0: are becoming the new bane of humanity for anybody with a phone or a device. Um, and and I say that because. Back in the day, I mean, I've had a smartphone since 2011, and that's only because I got a free one um, from uh, credit card points.
3: Now, when you say smartphone, what do you consider the first smartphone? Do you consider the, the iPhone the original smartphone?
0: I think it's the first one that I was exposed to. The first one that I was exposed to was an iPhone 3 by my boss at the time in 2009, and he goes, you love tech, let me show you this great new phone I got. And he showed it to me, and he goes, just poke and do whatever, and I ran my hand over it, and it was like some weird alien electromagnetic pulse happened because it fritzed his phone. Oh, I could not use, I could not use a phone like that for the longest time. In fact, it wasn't until the iPhone 4S and um, could I actually and a, a plastic case so I wasn't touching the
3: outside of the case when I touched the screen for those of you who don't know Brad was born on another planet so he, he uh, interacts with things a little bit differently than the rest of us that
0: is absolutely true and you can check with my mom even though she says it's because we have 25% Neanderthal DNA um, I, I believe it was the
3: extraplanetary origins of, of my gene pool at any rate... Well, hey, i I got to toot my own horn. Yeah. I was one of those people that had the very first generation of iPhones. I wow. was not a super tech guy, and I was definitely not an Apple person, because I'm still not an Apple person. But when I saw what the iPhone could do, yeah. I was like, i got to get one. And yeah. I was blown away by it. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. And, of course, what well, was one of the first things I did... I downloaded some games because right. you know I had a, a Nokia that you know let me play Snake, you know. Right. And right. so this the, was a huge leap forward. Right, for that the, kind the of stuff.
0: pre-Android non-iPhones ran Java. And it was a Java interface, and the reason why I was interested in it is because in back in that back in the day, I wrote Java apps for computers, and so I knew how they worked, and I didn't so much object to them, but they were not pretty. They were utilitarian, and they did the job. And games were like Arkanoid, Breakout, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I love where Breakout. Where you could you you couldn't drag your finger. It wasn't it wasn't a, a finger drag. It was a poke. It was a screen poke only on a Java phone. Oh, okay. If you remember,
3: well, I thought I thought you you had keys that you if, could yes, use for that, some right, of
0: them. exactly. There were controls like as if from because that's. Who utilized a T9 keyboard for texting okay. is a Java app ah, on a clamshell okay. phone. So
3: you have a Java app to play a Java app. Is that Correct. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. I
0: just want so, to make sure I got it. Yes. So, uh, so I, uh, of course, found the 4S. I could use it. Um, so you're jung- now we're jumping back
3: to your app first Yeah, app yeah, yeah. Control.
0: Yeah, because I didn't download games. Okay? My wife downloaded games to my phone because we, at the time, we had both had clamshell phones at the time, and then I got this quote gift phone. All I had to do is pay forty bucks a month to use it.
3: Right, right. The, the cellular. Service. Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: I and um, so, so that all worked out for the most part. But her games were all um, her games were all like the match three or uh, my favorite is right now, um, that I have on most of my devices that keeps her quiet, I love you honey, Um, is crossword puzzles. At the time, now this is, mind you, this is what 12 years ago, she did not like crossword puzzles because she had no exposure to them and I used to do three crossword puzzles a day with my dad. We would go out to eat when I was in sales. When I was um, a software developer, I would Work upstairs of uh, the Rensen, write my code, get stuck, go down into the basement, have a cigarette, a cup of coffee. I ingratiated myself with all the, um, the cleaning ladies, and I would get three or four newspapers every day and do every single puzzle in every single paper. And, and what does this have to do with abs? Because it's the puzzles. That we were doing is puzzle apps, the match three, the ah, bejeweled, okay. you, the bejeweled. And those are the kinds of things that I didn't play because that's a time waster. That's a fidget game. Right. right? right. And I can't do a fidget. It's, I mean, I can. I just, yeah. it's not what I do. I, I mean, I'm of the, unfortunately, the generation that liked worry stones where you r- dragged your thumb over a rock until there was a depression in it. To me, that's the original fidget toy. Pretty much. Right? Pretty much. Um, but zoom forward, a lot of games, because the games I play on computers, on PCs, are RPGs, role-playing games, strategy games. So there was a company, um, actually, uh, a, a game franchise, Heroes of Might and Magic. They had a game, and it became one of those, Like it was almost like a card game. Now... Uh, if anybody's played Hearthstone um, from uh, World of Warcraft, that's a card game. You, you, you collect cards. Getting them is all random. You suck it up. You, you, you build them if you can and do whatever, and you play. Well, Heroes of Might and Magic came out with a card-style game, and that was all fine. comic experience Sci-Fi went to the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, we sure did. And it was a, you know, three-football-fields, Uh, inside of of you know every tech geek thing there was and so I'm walking through and I came across this guy says hey have you ever seen this game and he shows me this game and it's like oh yeah that looks just like the game I've been playing since beta on my phone for the last year he goes oh no we've been doing this since 2014 we have we have it for four years you have to it's much better than what you're playing it was the identical game I, I could put it on two things for you, and you go, "Oh my god, that is such a ripoff!" But who ripped off whom? That was the big question. So the game was Summoner Wars by Come to Us, and it looks like Come to Us. Um, and mixed reviews on on, on Come to Us. Uh, Korean company. Uh, they have at least six major servers for the game. Um, it's uh, free to play, pay to win. Um, they, you know, they constantly tweak the, um, randomness of getting stuff and it's very frustrating, but that's not that, you know, that's not all. What else do we have for them, Alex? So two years ago, year and a half ago. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what's this? 2022. So 2020 spring of 2021, they came out with. The player versus player only version of Summoner's War called Lost Centuria. So instead of having to collect a thousand monsters, there's only like a started out with 20, and you would get cards, and the only way to build up the monster is by putting the same card on it over and over again. In Summoner's War, you can you can just feed any monster to every other monster to build it up. Um, But a same monster on a same monster takes it up a level. So, they have a lot of... They changed their... They changed uh, the way they do things. Uh, Lost uh, Centuria did. It is... Because their randomness stunk and you had to play too hard and too long to get anything, they started giving away crystals, the the, the currency, there's monocrystals and then there's the blue crystals and red crystals, everybody's got two kinds of crystals, (coughs) pardon me. And it turns out, because they are so big, everybody now is doing an RPG, Um, but some of the games are adding in bejeweled behavior to get through the boards and the ads for these things absolutely get under my skin now lost centuria god bless them there's let's see one two three four five six seven eight there's eight opportunities to get free stuff 30 seconds of ads for each one so you can play for f- uh, four minutes and do nothing except for harvest. Now, is there harvest. a
3: paid version to avoid getting no. spammed out?
0: No, and I've literally sent, said to them, you know, can I just, like, give you money and you, ins- you will stop this? And you won't because they think somebody's got 50 bucks to get to level something up a couple times and do whatever. And it's like, dude... 50 bucks. I can take my wife out to dinner for 50 bucks. If what are you I, talking if about? If I see
3: in-app purchases on the description, I skip over that game immediately. Yeah. I just want to pay one flat price up front and right. be done with it. Right. Yeah. Now, my tastes tend to skew more old school. Yeah. So uh, I'm currently deep into whatever generation of Tetris there is. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and I am addicted because... It's just like the classic game, but instead of using a controller, you're doing everything on the screen, on the on the phone. So the gameplay feels totally different.
0: Right, um, I imagine it, it is. It,
3: and so that was what got me hooked on it, because I wanted to play... Tetris again just because I love that game yeah. and I was looking for a time killer. Right. And so I started playing it and it was like totally alien and but now I'm I'm into it. I'm only playing on the hard levels and it's become more than a time waster. It's become well, more of an addiction. Yeah. I
0: I understand. So all of these games the only way to get other extra free points you know, there's um, there's guild points and there's co-op points and whatever. And the only way to do that is to meet up with a group of people. So either you con all your friends to play this the game, which good luck to that, or you connect up with you connect up with complete strangers and you become a guild with them. So so now, like I said. All these ads, la la la. And then all of a sudden, um, oh, let me also say that in order to meet certain levels, every time I was like one person short in my guild, I would start up a new, a new instance of the game on a fresh device. Okay?
3: So I'm in the game. Oh my God. So I have. But I mean, that's, if you think about it, that's actually smart because that gets their numbers up. Yeah. So why do they care if right. you've got multiple devices? No, and they shouldn't. You know.
0: They shouldn't. But the problem there is. So I have it on. I have it on two phones and uh, two iPhones, three tablets, and then I also happen to have a bunch of um, Android phones for testing software at work. So of course, I installed it on them. So you're not playing
3: simultaneous games all? (laughs) Well,
0: okay, that's not true, I do. I will play four or five of these things. I will literally have a console of games stood up in front of me, and I will be playing five uh, versions of this game all at once, okay? Because I don't have five hours, but I can play five versions of it in one hour and get all my points and get all my free stuff And I only have two accounts that I actually go the extra mile and and really pursue stuff hard But what's happened is on both games They have they have um, uh, Upgraded the game beyond the capability of my 2019 Android phones and Because I can't log in and I didn't know that I was going to be in trouble with this. They do mandatory upgrades, so if you don't upgrade, you can't play the game. There's a Woody Harrelson look-alike, um, just walked by, bald with a jutting chin and a sour look on his face. That was interesting. Sorry, Woody. That's the character you play everywhere. Um, stay on target. Yes, yeah, stay, stay on target. On target. Sorry, target. sorry, Squirrel. So I lost one and i thought oh well i'll just move it over i'll just move it over onto this uh this um, uh, ipad mini 2 that i haven't uh that i'm not using and it was too much it needed too much ram for that yeah oh yeah. smokes um then i tried to put it on a 1 year old um uh android and it just kind of like you know Raspberries, sorry, too bad for you. Well, now I've lost a, I've lost access to a to something I've got like 6 months to a year in.
3: Well, don't you have aren't there em, phone emulators for PCs that you could play this on? Um not these games.
0: What you can do is you can tether, you can twitch it and you can tether the device to a big game but that just means you can control it with a keyboard or a or a uh, mouse I see. you You're can't use the computing right power. you can you can connect it to your computer so you can twitch a whole thing that's only otherwise available on a on a device but because of the way they've done this they are well so here's the here's the gripe i was in a guild i had i joined a guild that had 30 people them and five of my guys right all of a sudden all of these Brazilians stopped playing. it just happened to coincide with a game upgrade
3: oh, and so I'm they like got all right well it okay. took
0: me a second to figure it out and it's like what just happened it's like where are they all oh. go we're right where are they yeah. and some of them played and then they, they uh, oh wait and they did another tweak and they did a, a patch and all of them are gone. So wow. I'm in a I'm in a guild. Forty out of fifty people. So it's a it's a powerful guild, and it, it's built up. And then thirty five of the people have just got kicked off because not powerful anymore. Yeah, they're n- they're not they're not going to pay two hundred dollars for a new phone so that they can play
3: this cockamamie game. Well, so, I think the big problem with phones is that they're trying to do PC level games. Correct. And the computing power just isn't there because I've got a good friend who is a, a obsessed. With this golf game, mm-hmm. where it's a one v one golf game, yeah. and you just play one hole at a time, yeah. And so it's you know just a quick, short, little fun game, right? But the graphics give it an aneurysm every time. Well, and and his biggest problem and why he stopped playing the game is he had built up his, you know, character or whatever right, you want to call handicap. it, up to a certain level, and the game kept glitching out, yeah, right when he's trying to make a shot. And so he'd lose a couple strokes just because the game was having problems. Oh, lag. Oh, my gosh. I have lost fights, you know, one-on-one fights because of lag. And he's called and – or not called, but he's reached out to the game uh, designers and complained, and they're like, sorry, can't do anything for you. Right. So he just was like, all right, well, I'm deleting the game from my phone. Yep. So as, as addicted to it as he was, yeah. he had to give it up because his phone was just couldn't handle yeah. it. Yeah. So that's I, why you gotta stick to Tetris people. My phone has had no problems <laughs> playing Tetris. Go no, old school. And, and that is
0: exactly right. My wife plays my wife plays a couple of games, like I said, she plays the painting game, she plays um A couple other things. Um, I still play uh, Tsum Tsum, Disney Tsum Tsum. But Tsum Tsum is only accessible if you are able to use Line, uh, right? And Line requires a phone number. So if you don't have it, so you could have installed the game, played it, and then when it says, okay, now you have to authenticate it. It's like, well, I can't authenticate it. I'm using it on a tablet. Right. With right? no cellular. So I have service. literally built and lost 100 level players on SumSum some, some oh, because they screwed me on the authentication because Line did an upgrade that tweaked my system and says, oh, now you have to log in. It's like, I've never, what do you mean log in? I never had to log in. It's a dedicated game on a dedicated device. F you.
3: That's crazy. Oh, uh,
0: I don't even know why I'm ready to go work on a farm um, because I am so
3: affiliated
0: with bullshit. I figured I might as well
3: shovel some. Yeah, to be honest, I kind of gave up on mobile gaming uh, a couple years back. It would have been nice to have it through the pandemic because I had so much time to kill. Yeah. But before that, I had uh, subscribed to uh, what is it? Apple Arcade. Oh yeah. How did that go? Well, initially it was they had some really fun games, but you know these games were huge and they just sucked up all the storage on my phone. Yep. So I'd have to like every time I played, I right, only have play to one at a time. You can only upload one it, at a time. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then what happened was, you know, I went away from it, and then finally, I had a bunch of free time. So I resubscribed to Apple Arcade. Now I can't find any games I want to play. Luckily Tetris was there. Yeah, that's what kind of convinced me to yeah 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 to resubscribe, but. I started looking through their their catalog, and I was like, "There are no games that right. I want to play." They just assume
0: that you'll you'll keep doing it, and then you forget about it, and then they got an auto billing, and who
3: cares? Well, I think when they initially launched it, they had some some great games in there because yeah. they wanted it to go off with a you know big bang. Right. And now they've kind of I don't know if it's just not successful, and they're not able to pay for some of the higher tier games, but. Yeah. Yeah, I currently, if it wasn't for Tetris, uh, you know, no, I, I used to love Tetris. Again. In fact, I
0: I have, um, I think I have a working, uh, '90s version Atari, and that's like the one game. And I think I was at, I I recall the last time I played was uh, level two hundred and fifty plus. Okay, and it's it's you know because it starts out slow. You can't oh, yeah. start at two hundred and fifty. You start at zero you got to build and up. then and then build it up so that you're just what we called fill in the hole yeah you know boom 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 you're just you're just trying to yeah hit. yeah yeah and then it depends you either have an aneurysm and you and you and you freak out and your your hands decide you know you've been doing this too long you know claw versus claw
3: well what I like about it is that it's a short game oh is it you know well like it gives you a timer, and so my oh. actual games run between like two and three minutes. Oh, um, and that's why I kept increasing the difficulty because oh yeah I don't want to play a long half hour game on my phone. Right, you know it's like for me phone games are for when I'm stuck in a line yeah. or I'm waiting for my kid right. to that get is out exactly of right. school. You know, and I just I got a couple minutes. I want to kill it. I don't right. want to have to like. Invest a whole bunch of time. If I'm gonna invest a bunch of time, I'm gonna go play on a console, or I'm gonna play on a jump on right. a PC. Right. And so so here's here's the uh, here's the
0: wrap-up for that whole thing. So the Might and Magic card game was in fact a five minutes at a time when I had when I had to, to stop and take a breather from something. I needed to clear my mind. I, I played a couple of did a couple of fights and did a couple of things and then put it away. With the summoners war, they give you these in you know, in order to, you know, you know that thing that you won't pay us money for? Well, if you play it 40 consecutive days in a row and don't miss one, we'll give you a subpar look-alike for the thing that you want. And so you're on that game every single day, you're trying to meet the numbers, you have to do, you know, mission after mission after mission to get the daily requirement that you have to do literally three or four weeks in a row, minimum, and then you miss one day and you get to the day and then if you don't take it, if you don't take the prizes and you miss it on the last day, it shuts off on one day and they give you 24 hours to take your prizes or F you, no prizes for you. And it all just goes in the trash. It's like, what do you mean? You don't have auto collect? Every other game has auto collect. If the thing's over, oh look, here's all the things that you missed. Not these MFers. Oh no, oh no, snooze you lose with these guys. <clears throat> so they did it again. The latest up, uh, latest patch, I rebuilt the whole thing back up to 35 people, or 30 people plus me, and just hit another patch literally last week. I've been steaming over this, okay? Not only did I lose my sixth guy because it killed my Android game uh, box, but it knocked out all my Asian uh, guild people. Now I'm alone again. Naturally, yes. Some of you know what that's a reference to.
3: Alone again. Naturally.
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, you guys don't want me to play this game because I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to just delete it off of everything. Flare
3: much, Nick?
0: You see what he's—you see what he's got. He's got a ton of uh,
3: buttons. Sorry. <laughs> nice. So, we'll have to take a picture and post Nick's yeah. buttons so people know. What so we're so I'll be about.
0: honest with you—you know—some um, of these, I mean, the—they're obviously European games that have these really bad, poorly written, um, and you know, non-realistic games. Guy goes on a boat. And steps in front of a girl, gets on his knees and opens up a ring and says, Will you marry me? And then some guy goes, Oh, no, don't marry him, marry me. And it's like, Why should she marry you? Wait, well, is that be- a game? Because I've game? no, no, that's the ad. Oh, no, because right. I play this game and I have this one player that's five stars and level 100 gotcha. and I kick ass. And then somebody behind walks in and says, dude that's nothing i got this guy this guy and this guy and they're all maxed out and i do all the things and it gets me over and then the girl says you guys got nothing i got yours his yours and four more and they're all max levels and they're like you must have spent a ton of money on this game and they're like no if you use this special code when you you know this cd key when you log in and start the game and we'll give you you know, 40 random pulls on who knows and you'll be able to do the same thing. And it's like, no, you won't. Or the other ad is, don't you hate it when you see those ads for games and then you download the game and it's nothing like the ad? And it's like, yeah, I do. Well, this game's nothing like that. And I'm like, oh, really? And they're like, yeah, none of that, you know, this, is, this game is exactly like that. And I downloaded it and sure enough, it is exactly like the rest of them. No way The thing that they show is the one puzzle that looks really interesting. you got to play a bunch of dookie for like a half hour and ten levels, and then you get to play one of these cool puzzles that the announcer for the
3: commercial can't do. Well, not to sound like a broken record, but those uh, ads do work because I kept getting bombarded with Tetris ads, but it was the new Tetris ads where it was like, Three dimensional at an angle and yeah. all this stuff, and I was like, it just reminded me of the original classic, and I was yeah. like, I gotta find the OG Tetris, and I've been playing it and loving it. So. Well, I'm I'm glad. I'll not, you you make me wanna wanna go check it out. Is it available
0: anywhere? Or do I have to do at Apple uh, Arcade? Is oh, where okay. I got it. So so you still so now you so it's a so prescri- I, it's a so subscription I re- game.
3: Subscribed. So okay. The way I look at it is ah, once I get sick of it. I can stop subscribing unless I can pick up another Apple game. So if anybody out there has any good recommendation for Apple Arcade games,
0: send us a link. Yeah, yeah. Facebook, Facebook or or, uh, any of our YouTube channel stuff. Just let us know. Instagram,
3: TikTok, YouTube, you
0: name it. Are are all of them at Comics, Beer, Sci-Fi? Yes, sir. Okay. So you hear this and you want to subscribe, please do. Uh, every media outlet is at Comics Beer Sci-fi and We're on everything. We will, if, if we uh, like what you sent us, we'll shout out to you in the next podcast where we talk about it,
3: and hell, you can even email us at Comics beer Sci-fi at gmail.com. Thanks, Brad, for uh, right. yeah, your, thanks, Denver. A Brad rant. We haven't had one of those in a long time. Yeah: Yeah, it could have I, I, I could have gone really blue but I'm
0: sitting here and there's 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 human beings in the vicinity and yes. I don't wanna turn anybody's hair
3: on fire there's by a, having me go it's on It's starting on rant. to heat up here at Motor City Comic Con. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. If you are a fan of Motor City Comic Con and you're not just here for the mobile game talking, uh, visit our YouTube channel, because we're gonna have lots and lots of fun videos. We yeah. got cosplayers, celebrities, we got creators. You name it, we're talking to them and some other fun little skits. So uh, check out our YouTube channel. Well, hell, we we put them everywhere. So yeah, yeah.
0: Do we um, do we have a, a footprint on Mixcloud? Cloud? No. Okay. And is that because is there a reason for that, or is it just because mixed Cloud is only music?
3: As far as I know, we are on all of the podcasting apps.
0: Okay. But uh, no, no. All right. Mixcloud. The mixed Cloud may just be because I get a. Um, Although, one of you know, our, to be
3: honest, we started appearing on a lot of platforms that I knew nothing about. Really, so maybe we are on. Oh, Mixed okay.
0: Club. Um, one of our, one of our good friends, who's a comic book writer, uh, Paul Story, uh, turned me on to a uh, um, a Sunday uh, music podcast from uh, from uh, Christie at. Um, who used to be on uh, 89X and it is um, old school punk um, and it is the best two hours of music that I listen to every week and uh, I lis- that's why I listen to it on uh, Cloud, but um, you can probably find it in a d- couple different places I think I've actually got it on another service, and it snuck in and, and threw it all because it's uh, at Christy Rock, C-R-I-S-T-I-E-R-O-C-K-S. Um, real good music if you like um,
3: classic and old school punk um, uh, rock music. Um, well, we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. Since that's kind of veering off topic no. here. Well,
0: and then, like I said, Paul Story is a comic book writer, so...
3: Tangentially related. Yes, tangentially okay. related. That is correct. All right. Well, thanks, Brad. We'll All see right. you next thanks, time. Thanks, Never. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: That's it for this episode of the comic Spirit and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.